Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Do you, sir, take this woman to marry you and be your lawfully ready wife? I'll give you a thousand dollars. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX. And here's where we keep you up to date, keep you caught up on everything that's going down in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts here, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, Ada. It is Wednesday and we get in deep this Wednesday, okay? We are finally getting some of the answers as to what's happened between Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion in the case of the alleged shooting of Megan Thee Stallion. I don't even like how I said alleged just then because it, it sounds like I don't believe Megan and I'm definitely believing her so Tory Lanez versus Megan Thee Stallion we're gonna get some details on what's happening with that also Boosie is now an ordained minister so if you were looking to get married anytime soon Boosie's your guy also Jack Harlow is doing a really really big give back with KFC and Roddy Rich is gearing up for his new album Live Life Fast so before we jump into all of that make sure you follow the podcast hit that follow button it's right there it either says follow or subscribe whichever one and whichever app you're on hit that button for us please and thank you now let's jump into it okay so starting off with Tori and Megan the Stallion so we got a huge huge update yesterday um they both went to court and some harrowing details came out about this case I'll say that Yes. So according to Rolling Stone, they had a preliminary hearing that was held in Los Angeles on Tuesday, and it included a testimony from Los Angeles Police Department Detective Ryan Stronger. And he's the one who interviewed Megan Thee Stallion after the incident. So all this is based off of what Megan Thee Stallion said in her testimony. So what the detective said in her testimony was that Tory Lanez was intoxicated and that he allegedly shouted out dance bitch before firing his weapon, as we know of um, him shooting at Megan Stallion's feet. And there was also another tweet from reporter Nancy Dillon, where she said the first witness in the Tory Lanez preliminary hearing um, was the LAPD officer, Sandra Cabral. And she's the one that initially responded to the shots fired investigation. And when she said that when she got there, Megan Thee Stallion was in a panic. She was frantic. And she also said that the firearm that they discovered under the seat was warm to the touch, meaning that or suggesting that the weapon had just been used. So all the theories about, oh, there was no shots fired. He didn't even really shoot her. The gun ain't really go off. All of that kind of gets put to bed if this cop is telling the truth with her testimony about the gun being warm to the touch because obviously that means it was just used. Exactly. And then I also saw where, um, I think maybe in the same tweet from Nancy where, there's body cam footage somewhere. So if, if they can get a hold of that, maybe that can show like 
who exactly was there or if anything happened or how it like escalated and things like that. So hopefully we can see some body cam footage. Right. And there's also an allegedly a recorded phone call of Tory Lanez uh, making a call to one of Megan's friends while he was locked up in jail, apologizing for something. Now, they say that in the recording, he doesn't specify, oh, I apologize for shooting you. But they say he makes a call apologizing. And then Tory Lanez allegedly shouted in court, well, what am I apologizing for? Tell me what I was apologizing for. And his legal team had to basically tell him to be quiet, to calm down, like as he was trying to basically disrupt and defend himself uh, during the whole ordeal. So it's just been getting very, very messy. More details are coming out. I can't wait until all of them are out because it's just like, okay, at this point, we know somebody's lying. We know Mm -hmm. somebody's lying. We know that we have not heard from anybody else in the car yet, from the security guard that was allegedly there or from uh, Megan Thee Stallion's ex-friend, Kelsey. We haven't heard from either of them yet. So I feel like once we get those two pieces to the puzzle, once we get some more testimony from the cops who... um, responded to the incident that's when we'll get a real picture of what happened and boy I can't wait because I'm just so tired of the narratives that I'm seeing online like it's really really concerning to me even though we like we said none of us were there we don't know what happened it's just so concerning to me that people automatically jump to the the side of oh she wasn't really shot or oh he wouldn't have done that why did he do that I knew she was lying how did you know she was lying? Jason X3 1047. Let us know. How did you know Megan the Stallion was lying? Like in the security footage where we saw her foot leaking with blood and her limping, like, please explain that to us, how that adds up to her not being shot and it not being Tori. Like, I just want to know. I'm tired of seeing these narratives online. I'm tired of the, oh, she should have danced when he, when he said dance and she wouldn't have got shot. And like all of that stuff, that is just, that's, I'm sick of that, honestly. So I just want the truth to come out, whatever it may be. Yeah, same here. Like, yeah, this took place back in July 2020. And of course, due to the pandemic, it has not been resolved as to why we keep talking about it. But new details keep coming out. And like you said, like everybody has their opinions about it, which they're able to. But some of the comments really just be kind of disrespectful and outrageous and showing people true colors on how they feel about different situations on how to feel about women yeah exactly exactly so i'll be ready for it to lay to rest too when we get some real answers so hopefully it's starting to roll out of more details of what happened that night yes and it is going to trial so um whatever was all of the details that came out at the preliminary hearing were enough for the judge to say all right we're gonna take this to trial so they're gonna come back to court on january 13th And another thing I found interesting here was all of the other times Tory left court, he had something to say to the reporters and to the media whenever they would ask him questions after he left. But this time, being that the preliminary hearing did not go his way, um, he had no comment for the reporters uh, as he was leaving court. But he did have a comment when he got back home and got to typing on Twitter. He said, nah, I need someone to report what was really said in court today. 45 minutes of my lawyer stating contradictory evidence that proves my innocence should never come back as one false story focused to the media. And to that, I say, if your lawyer explained 45 minutes of contradictory evidence that proves you were innocent, you wouldn't be coming back to court. They wouldn't they wouldn't have allowed it to continue going on. If your innocence was proved right then and there, they wouldn't say, "Okay, we have enough evidence to continue this. So they're not saying you're guilty, but they're just saying it's enough evidence for 
uh, it to be heard out. So obviously what you stated in that tweet is not what happened because it would not continue going to trial if that was the case. But I just thought it was funny that there was no comment and there's usually a comment from Tori when, when it's time to come out that courtroom. But hey, we're going to see what happens. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready for this to be concluded. I am. Same, same here. All right, now let's talk about Boosie. We haven't had a Boosie story in like three, four weeks. That's like a record at this point. Because Boosie is usually doing something every week. But he has now announced that he has a new side hustle and he has become an ordained minister. He showed off his new little certification on, uh, is it on Instagram? He, he's back on Instagram? It said Instagram story. Wow. Okay. So you got your Instagram back, Boosie, and you're a minister now? Wow. He must have really turned his life around. Right. Love to see it. <laughs> he said, if you want Boosie to marry you, let me know. If you want Boosie to marry you, I got my MFN license. If you want Boosie to marry you, holla at me. This is my new thing. If you want me to marry you, holla at me. Big boss-ish. I'm marrying couples now. 75 to 100K. I'm marrying couples now. It's official. I'm certified. I would just play the video for you, but I cannot find Boosie's Instagram. Yeah, because obviously, you know, he changes the name to it all the time. But Boosie isn't even the first uh, rapper to become ordained. Uh, Curtis Blow has been a minister since 09. Killer Mike has officiated a wedding before. Cardi B even officiated Raven Simone's wedding. So, so yeah, this is not a new thing within the rap world. And even some people in comedy, I've seen them do it. Like, I've seen a, a couple of different people do it. So, I don't, I, I don't feel like the... The threshold is that high to become an ordained minister, <laughs> not to diminish their, Boosie's accomplishment, but I don't know. I feel like they're just letting anybody do it. At this point, I never thought I would see the headline that Boosie Badass is an ordained minister and you can actually have him at your wedding. Like, could you imagine that? Yeah, no, that would be a, a hilarious wedding. It really would. <laughs> do you, sir, take this woman to marry you and be your lawfully ready wife? I give you a thousand dollars. I can just see it now. I can really see Boosie just livening up the place. So, you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of here for it, actually. I am, too. When you put it that way and I got a glimpse of what it would sound like, I'm kind of with it, too. <laughs> yeah. So if you want Boosie to marry you and you got an extra 75000 to 100000 to add to your wedding expenses, go on right ahead. Get in contact with him mm -hmm. and hurry up and do it before this next Instagram gets deleted again. Right. That part. <laughs> Now, let's talk about Jack Harlow. He has a brand new partnership with KFC. <laughs> Doing it big already, man. We said it, man. We said it. We said this last year on the podcast, Jack Harlow was about to blow up Shuate. And that is exactly what he has done. He has blown up. <laughs> now, he has teamed up with KFC for a year-long partnership, and they're basically trying to target younger audiences. So he's going to be involved in brand campaigns, social media activations, new menu item launches. And, I mean, he's from Louisville. So Kentucky Fried Chicken, making Jack Harlow the face of KFC, that's like the best thing they can do, honestly. If Bryson Tiller was still, you know, super, super duper active, I think he would be a good pick too. But Jack Harlow is killing it right now. So that was probably the best move KFC could make for their franchise at this point. Yeah, I agree. It definitely makes sense. And what he said in the statement was, growing up, I always dreamed of being the biggest artist to come from Kentucky. Now I'm teaming up with KFC, the biggest brand to come out of Kentucky. 
for the next year, we're going to do some big things together. So very exciting for Jack Harlow. Very exciting, man. Super, super proud of him. Super, super crazy to just see him come this far within a year. Like Mm -hmm. it's literally been, well, one to two years. I'll put it like that. But just to see, man, just from that first hearing him on what's popping to now like it's crazy how fast things are happening for artists these days for some of these artists these days but they are choosing to give back in a major way with this new partnership so you know that um big tornado that happened in kentucky recently it was it was pretty bad out there 74 different people died so they are going to be donating two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to the american red cross to help out the families of these people and help the rebuilding efforts and just try to, you know, rebuild the situation out there in Kentucky. That just happened. Yes, and also in another statement, Jack Harlow said, it couldn't come at a better time as the state needs our help more than ever in the wake of the past weekend's devastating tornadoes. And that's when he said, together we'll be donating 250K to the American Red Cross. I ask that you donate whatever you can to help those affected by this tragedy. Yeah, so shout out to them for that. I know people that lost homes, people that lost loved ones, everybody that was affected by the tornado, I'm sure that they're going to appreciate some of those funds. So shout out to Jack Harlow and shout out to KFC for that. Now, I don't want to, you know, be in y'all pockets, but KFC, I feel like y'all can come up off of a little more than that. You know, I feel like that's 250 is a great amount for Jack Harlow. But KFC, I feel like, you know, do the 250 with him, but also do a little bit more on the back end. Yeah, they got. They should have that money. They ain't doing too bad. Mm-mm. Should have. All right. Now, speaking of not doing too bad, somebody out here that's doing great, and that's Roddy Rich. He is getting ready to put out his new album, Live Life Fast, and he has finally started the rollout, man. I know we've been saying we want this album all year long, and it's on the way. It's coming December 17th. It's coming Friday, and Roddy has officially started the rollout. Yeah, he said this during um, a Rolling Loud set where he had a cameo on Future set. And he said, what we're going to do this album cycle is we're going to pull a Rolls Royce up to a city near you. And we're going to have one lucky fan be able to listen to the album before it come out this Friday. Ooh, nice. And, you know, he kicked it off in New York at 37 Hudson Yards. And then every day he's going to announce the next destination. So you never know where he's going to be. He's going to be probably be in Atlanta, Cali, all of that. So if you want to listen to Roddy, Rich, Roddy Rich's album before it drops, just be on the lookout these next couple days. Maybe you'll get a chance to listen listen to it before Friday. Yeah, it comes out this Friday, but like you said, I feel like we've been talking about it this whole year because he's been either like teasing here and there, dropping track lists, dropping pictures in the studio. So I feel like if the Rolls Royce was to even come this way, I think I still just want to wait till Friday, like get the whole experience you know i don't know man i feel like it might be a dope a dope scene to just hop in a double r stars in the ceiling you know listening to the new album with roddy i don't think he's coming to north carolina with the rose royce i mean he's got two days left but i don't know that he's gonna um i don't know that he's planning on swinging by our state so i guess we are just gonna have to wait um but i can't i can't honestly uh wait to hear this album because i feel like it's been such a long lead up to it and roddy he said it's a no skip policy i believe that there's probably not going to be any skips on this album so we gonna see in a couple of days we are gonna see exactly so yes that's a great note to end it on today that is gonna conclude today's episode of dx daily as always subscribe to this podcast on all platforms wherever you're listening to us at right now and subscribe to our youtube channel which is hip-hop dx 
And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at HipHopDX. Yep, you can follow us too. I am at AsiaSky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything too. And we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya. See ya.